my name is Tina and I talk a lot. A lot. So I figured I may as well put these vocal cords to good use. You know what? This isn't my first podcast, but it just might be my last. See, my passions are probably not unlike yours. They're plentiful and kind of all over the place. I can hardly be defined by one area of expertise when it comes to my business. And I love things like wiener dogs, a good game night, and books. All the books. So honestly, it just made sense to brand me. This brings us to the show. Tina talks a lot. I think you may just get a kick out of it. Now, this morning, I woke up and I did my usual uh, plan of create, contribute, and then consume. If you guys have not listened to episode 79 yet, I challenge you to uh, pause this recording right now and jump back there. Um, This is a practice that I do as I consume social media because I do enjoy it, Um, but I'll let you go listen to that. So after tossing out my Tina Talks email to my to my list this morning, I went to the web to contribute some some stuff on the on the gram, and I landed on this nice little morning find from my good friend Aubrey, and it was something that she shared in um, her stories, and it was something that she shared um, that was a quote by uh, the the um, someone named Adam Grant. And um, I'm not familiar with his work, but I really, really liked this quote. And it, and it put really kind of a hug around my thoughts that I had from an event I was at last night. So I'm going to share with you that, that quote, that meme, and then unpack it a little bit. So what this said was, don't listen to people because you agree with their answers. Listen because you respect the intellectual integrity they bring to their questions. You learn more from people who challenge your thought process than those from than from those who affirm your conclusions. Wow. So last night I was at this event and they simply stated um, basically to get out of our echo chamber. And it just kind of clicked with me um, many times in my business and in my life uh, when I have felt this little this wall, not little, this wall, um, you know, come up as someone starts to speak, I realize that I need to soften it a bit and, and just hear them out and see, okay, where, where are you, where are you going with this? Or what can I learn from this? Although it is real hard. It's really, really a hard thing for me. Even at this event I was at last night, um, I had these walls come up. Now, echo chamber, for, for those of you that need a little refresher on what this means, or maybe you, you haven't heard this before, um, the, these are the two definitions when you, when you search it up. So the first one is an enclosed space where sound reverberates. I was like, yes, right? <laughs> We're standing in just a space, right, where those same uh, voices are coming right back at us. But even in more detail, and what I'm, what I'm discussing now is... Um, The second one is an environment in which a person encounters only beliefs or opinions that coincide with their own so that their existing views are reinforced and alternative ideas are not considered. Wow. Right. I'm going to go back to existing views are reinforced. How often do you find yourself in a situation where you're like, yes, 
they feel the same way I do and how good that feels. Now I'm not going to discount that at all. That does feel really amazing. And I do love being in those situations, but do we learn from them? And I'm going to pause right there because it's a question I have to ask myself. And I hope it's a question you're asking yourself. Yes, it feels so good to be affirmed in your thoughts and your opinions and what you're up to, but do you learn from it? Now, I was at a church event last night at a substance church uh, in uh, St. Paul, Minneapolis area, and they do an event uh, called First Wednesday where they have worship and uh, church sermon. I, I had no idea um, what I was getting myself into at all. Uh, my Bible study of girls, uh, one of them attends and said, hey, we should go to this instead of do our Bible study one night. And I thought, okay, yeah, let's do it. And so I ended up, um, you know, I was going back and forth. Am I going to go? Am I not going to go? Am I going to go? Am I not going to go? And I ended up, I ended up going, of course. So we walk in, um, we get into the uh, event and, you know, worship music starts playing and it was total high vibe, Holy Spirit, so much energy in that room. It was amazing. And then the speakers came out and they happened to be um, two men, two pastors, and one was black and one was white. And that is uh, really important because the topic that they were discussing uh, was a book that they actually just uh, wrote together um, called God and Race. And I got a little bit nervous um, because I do have pretty strong views on this topic, um, where it lands for my family and for me. And I thought, oh, am I going to be frustrated? <laughs> Was I supposed to come here? Am I going to be frustrated? And then he talked about the echo chamber. Are we in an echo chamber? Are we listening to anything that stretches us? And it really hit me. And I thought, man, you're right. Like, have I been stretched in this area or have I set it aside to only come up when there's a hot topic being brought up? Right. And I think we could say that for anything. We don't need to dive into the topic of race here on the podcast today. It's not my expertise whatsoever. Um, but thinking about it in any area of our life, whether it be like controversial or not so controversial, are we just stuck with one voice, you know, really that we're listening to on any given topic? So more importantly, um, well, I mean, God and race are pretty important, but um, another thing that he stated that I wanted to focus on was um, this. Now, this is more uh, faith-based, but we can apply this in, in every area uh, of our lives. He said, are you more focused on theory versus theology? And my mind was completely blown. I mean, if you toss the word conspiracy, even before the word theory, conspiracy theory versus theology, I can bet my time has sadly been spent more on figuring out our current state of our world than it has um, time been spent here in my Bible. And I admit that real openly, and I know that anyone that has been down a rabbit hole here, a rabbit hole there, um, that you can probably attest to the same thing. And then all of a sudden we have this thing, right, that we believe so strongly about and we hold it really close to our chest. And uh, we become our own echo chamber, right? We find people that believe in that same thing and, and we keep going and going and going. And before you know it, we've, we've canceled people 
right? We've canceled things. We've canceled stuff in our life that doesn't honestly believe, like deserve to be canceled. So how can we relate this to business? I hope that this is even helpful, um, that this is relatable to your life, because let's be honest, our personal life and our business life, they join together, right? Now, relating this into our businesses, I've had many experiences where I have been working with someone, or maybe I hired a business coach or had a client or an employee or or someone that isn't patting my back, <laughs> right? They're, they're not agreeing with me. They're not saying, yeah, yeah, Tina, you're right, woo, right? Now, if you could think of a moment that you've had that was similar, where someone was maybe disagreeing with your opinion or your thoughts, it doesn't really feel that great. Now, you might be someone that totally like loves that sort of conflict and you like feed off of it and it's exciting. But when you're told maybe that you're wrong or that you have more to learn about something, it can be a little bit of a challenge. Now, when I hire a business coach, right, you may have hired a business coach in the past as well. If you haven't, I highly recommend you go back to my episode on the best $800 I've ever spent. Um, I'm not sure on the episode series, but you'll be able to see it pretty clearly. It's got a big old $800 sign right there. Um, But if you have hired a business coach, you've probably hired them for the same reason that I have or the same reasons that I have is that they have knowledge that you don't yet have and you want to learn from them and be guided by them and held accountable by them. The thing is, on the other hand, when they do challenge you, it can be a little frustrating, right? Have you guys had that experience? Have you had that experience where you're like, what, why are they saying this to me? Is that, am I wrong? No way. Right. Or why are you not patting my back? Like that thing I did was really awesome. Now, I've mentioned this on the podcast before, so if you are an avid listener, you've probably heard a little bit of this story, but this one sticks with me so much because it has impacted my work over and over and over and over again. And and this story is about a coach, one of the very first coaches that I ever had. Her name is Erica Learmark, and I was on a group coaching call, and we were discussing creating an email list. And an uh, an opt-in or a lead magnet um, where people would, you know, say, yeah, I want your freebie, right? And then in return for getting this freebie, you are now going to receive my weekly uh, newsletter in my, in my instance, it's, you know, my Tina Talks email that I send out weekly. So I was telling her how excited I was that we were receiving about 10 people you know, opting into this um, current freebie that I had, you know, over a decade ago, 10 people every single week. And I was so excited. I was like, I love this. I'm so excited. Like we have 10 people. And she's like, basically in so many words, talk to me about me actually being that being quite lazy. And I was like, what do you mean it's lazy? And she was able to pick apart some of the pieces um, that we had put together to be able to have this opt-in and then be able to have these emails. And there were some steps we were missing. There were some steps in the marketing we were missing, and there were some steps in uh, the um, the follow-up. And 
the lazy part came into play because she knew that I could do more and achieve more. And I was settling for this, you know, 10 email opt-ins a week. Now that still sometimes feels good to me, (laughs) but this challenge that she had us in and at that moment was really to raise the bar, to have this be our focus for us to work on. So now I know I'm going off on quite the tangent because the topic here today is truly about, are you in an echo chamber? You guys, I got on this coaching call, hoping and praying that she was going to be like excited for me that I had created something that was producing a a result, right? And I thought I was doing pretty darn good. And she challenged me. And I had to step out of my echo chamber that I had created in my own brain. And even that my team was excited about and hear her out and hear the steps that maybe I wasn't seeing. Now, is this as strong as maybe theology and God and race and all of that? No, but I wanted to apply it to our businesses where we may be thinking only one way. We may be inside of an echo chamber that honestly isn't helping us or isn't supporting us. We're only hearing from people that are patting our back. And you know what? I didn't hire my business coach to pat my back, right? I ha- I hired them to help me grow my business. I wanted to be challenged and I wanted to actually step out of this, you know, wh- who I was currently listening to, what I was currently doing. I knew I needed to hire someone and work with someone that again knew more than me. So, what can we do to step out of this echo chamber? Now, my first thing that comes to my mind is read something that you have canceled in the past. Have you, you know, canceled a coach <laughs> because they maybe said something to you that you didn't agree with? And have you really chucked yourself on that? And then I'm going to go a step further. Maybe it actually is something that's political or it's faith-based. Maybe you initially heard this podcast and you're like, she's going to talk about God, like peace out. Like I'm out. This is weird. I don't want to talk about faith. If you have a wall up with that, I'm going to just kindly ask you to set that down, kind of punch some holes in it. Maybe peer over the top of that, of that wall that you've created because somewhere along the line, someone challenged you and, and you canceled it or Maybe someone didn't challenge you enough in your faith. Now, political faith-based, maybe it's business focus, something you've canceled, or maybe it is Rachel. Maybe, maybe you're thinking, oh, I want that book. God and race. That sounds good. I actually think it's going to be really fantastic. I grabbed it up and I'm excited to read it. I'm going to ask you to stretch your mind beyond the chamber that you're currently in. Find new voices to put into your ears and expand your thinking beyond where you are at right now. I imagine that this is just the start to my journey in this area, and maybe you feel exactly the same. Now, I would absolutely love to hear from you on this topic. If this is one that you've been wrestling with a little bit right now in our current state of our world, if you feel like maybe you dug down the hole a little too deep, and you need to come back up for air and different voices, I am with you. I am totally 1000% on 
uh, with you. I'd love to hear from you. Whether you are in my echo chamber, <laughs> my current one or not, I would absolutely uh, love to hear from you. My favorite spot to hang out is at on Instagram at Tina Pettis. You can find me anywhere at Tina Pettis. You can also drop right into my inbox. Hi at Tina Pettis.com. I'd love to hear from you. And if you want to grab up my current freebie, just go to Tina Pettis.com forward slash ready. And I'm going to help you be absolutely ready for anything from your health to your business. Can't wait to hear from you. I hope you guys have a fantastic day and we will chat with you tomorrow on the Tina talks podcast.